Hello and welcome to the Training for Influence podcast, Series 4. We believe that expert, tailored, engaging and values-led training has the ability to transform lives. And we think it's an absolute privilege to facilitate the learning of frontline professionals. So this series is dedicated to sharing stories and tips from experienced and inspirational trainers. Its aim is to encourage and support people who are facilitating training to deliver their very best every time. It's my great pleasure to welcome Simon to the podcast today. Thanks so much for giving us your time, Simon. Oh, my absolute pleasure, Tammy. Good to chat with you again. Well, we've spoken a lot over the last few months because you've done a brilliant job of helping us take our Training for Influence Train the Trainer course and develop the blended learning online aspect of it, haven't you? Indeed, you worked us hard, but we ended up with a really good course at the end. I think it's something we're both very, very proud of. And it was a real joy to work with you, Tammy. Obviously, your experience in this area, I feel like a little bit of a coup to actually pick you up as a client as well. So it's been really great to work with you and produce this. Uh, Well, thanks so much. I think you've been very kind because I know that at the beginning, I certainly had no real understanding of how to take the information that we had because we are experts in delivering training and we do it all day, every day. But what we've never done previously is take that material and put it online. And I have to say as well, there was a little bit of me that was resisting that because we feel so strongly that training needs to be expert and engaging and tailored. And actually, you took us through that process just in a fantastic step-by-step way. So thank you so much for bearing with us and helping us get to that product that we are exceptionally proud of. Oh, thank you for saying that. I mean, there's quite a lot to it, as you know, so there's quite a lot to cover. But as much as possible, yeah, we try to take care of people and lead them through the process. Also, they usually arrive with the content as you did, but there's still perhaps sometimes a bit more, a few more stages than people realize to actually get that content, add the interactions and actually really transform that into a digital solution that works really, really well. Yeah, absolutely. And would you mind just telling the listeners just a little bit about yourself and actually what you do? Because I've kind of referred to you and I guess to an extent they might have put two and two together. But actually, it'd be really nice to hear in, in your own words what you do. Yeah, well, very simply, we convert ideas into inspirational training courses. So that's to sum up in Alliance. We work with a lot of business consultants, a lot of authors, business coaches, people that are usually selling their information, their knowledge, their experience, their wisdom, and imparting that onto other people. So my background is design. I've produced a few hundred mobile applications. We did similar there. We were bottling people's ideas into applications, and now we do that with training courses. And yeah, we would like to work with them. A lot of the people we work with are authors, like yourself. And we like working with authors because they've already got the content. Maybe they've got to produce the video, but we've already got a structure to the content. And it's a relatively linear process to convert that book into a training course. So we do work with a lot of authors as well. Yeah, and I have to say that that did really help me because I think that was initially why I was attracted to your company because you'd put something out there on social media about the work that you do with authors and Mm. how that you support them to take the information from their book and to put it online into that online learning solution. And our Train the Trainer course is very much the version of our book. So it is all of the steps of our training methodology distilled into the portal that you've helped us do, the online platform, but also our live sessions and our assessments and observations and things. So that fit really well with us, that there is a process 
and quite a linear process as well to follow in that way. Yeah, I mean, there's so many questions that people have around training courses, perhaps because it's such a, an area that's evolving so fast and there are different types of training courses. There are training courses at perhaps the lower end, which are kind of vehicles, business tools like marketing, which perhaps are not trying to educate as much. But then you've got tools like yourself, which is a, you know, a core product where there's very distinct and important things that people need to get out of that course. And we tend to work with the latter more because they're a bit more significant. And that's when interactions and certificates and qualifications and measuring people's performance and engagement becomes much more important. And that's where perhaps it gets a little bit more complex. And that's where our expertise comes in. We can guide them through that process and actually build that product for them. Yeah, absolutely. And I certainly, I appreciated that as we were going through the process, because as I said, we know training, we knew very clearly what information needed to be shared with people. We knew how much they needed to take away from that. We have a depth of understanding around learning styles. In fact, it's one of the modules in the course online. So we have a deep understanding of the learning process and actually how to develop courses because we've developed hundreds of them and we support other people to develop courses that are interactive and engaging and, and share that information with their delegates. But what we didn't have was that knowledge of how to present that in an online way that still incited those light bulb moments and still kind of really excited the delegate when they were undertaking that course and I guess as well for us it was the intricacies of connecting the different elements of learning together with the interactivity so I was blown away by some of the interactivity that the platform that you use can put into a course so that people are involved in the moment as they're going through the course as well and all of that was new to me So it was quite lovely for me as somebody who is absolutely embedded in the training world to recognize that our methodology, which I have to say we hold up in really high regard, you know, we've worked over five years to develop a methodology that really does deliver expert quality values led training. And for that to then be able to be replicated online in an online version where that information is still shared with people in a way that meets our methodology as well, because it was a little bit like for us, like we were holding ourselves up to different standards because we needed to meet our own methodology standards as we were developing a course to share the methodology. So for me, it worked really well that you're absolutely the expert in that platform and you could advise, guide, push back a little bit, you know, tell me what would work out of my ideas and what actually you've tried a hundred times and You know, sometimes it's about that leaning into somebody else's experience as well and not making the similar mistakes. So, yeah, so for me, the the process of developing the online course with yourselves was a huge learning experience, certainly, and one that I'm very proud of the outcome for. Yeah, I mean, for me, I have this, I guess, my sort of bigger reason for doing this stuff is I feel very strongly that, you know, we're in this information age, right? We're surrounded by information all the time, but we sometimes can lose sight And it's easy to think about it's our job to give information to people. And I don't think that's really correct. It's our job to educate and impart wisdom onto people. And I think there's quite a big difference between just giving some information to somebody and actually making sure they've got it, right, to use the term. Uh, And that, you know, we need to check that. And so one of the analogies I use a lot, and I'm not sure if I used it with yourself, Tammy, in the early days, was (laughs) 
you know, if a teacher stands up at the front of the classroom and just tells their students to read from the book, that's probably an example of a bad teacher, right? A teacher that's good is someone that calls people out, gets them interacting, gets them discussing a topic, writing answers on the blackboard, role playing, and using all different media elements, modalities, etc., to experience the topic. And really, that's all we're trying to do as well. We're trying to be good teachers. I think it's perhaps particularly important online in a digital environment because the reality is it's so easy to walk away. You know, it's easy to go and have a cup of tea, to answer the phone, read your Facebook messages when you're watching a video or something. So if you have questions, you have interactions where they know to a degree, well, they can't really do that because they need to answer questions, they need to actually participate in that information. That's when you're actually imparting wisdom. And I yeah. think that's our goal is to move away from delivering information and move towards imparting wisdom. So that's my big thing, which is pretty much in line with what you're doing as well. You know, very high concern about conveying values and your methodologies, as you say, are very well rounded and experienced and they come from a lot of knowledge. And that's what's valuable. Just delivering information, just delivering a a static video or an image can only do so much. So that's what I'm really interested in doing. And one of the reasons I really loved your course was that the live experience was always going to be part of it. It was going to run alongside the digital component to create what we call a blended learning course. And that really is where the kind of holy grail of training is, that combination between asymmetric and symmetric or live and non-live interactions happen. And from what I hear, it's been a great success. Yeah, it's been an absolute fantastic success. The balance between the two is working really well. So I guess what would be useful for listeners to know here is that the Train the Trainer course is a five-module course. So it follows my book, uh, Train the Trainer Methodology, which is the steps are expert, tailored, engaging, values-led. And then we've got the online aspect as an added module within that because now predominantly the people that are coming on our Train the Trainer course want to have the option in the future of delivering their subject online as well. So people come to us and they go through that 12-week programme and they have exactly, as you've said, those live sessions with myself, with some guest experts, with a mentor. They also have a support group. And what they do is they go through the 12-week course. As they go through it, they develop their own training course or they adapt a training course that they've already delivered before. And they develop it using our methodology. So we teach them using the online portal and the live sessions about expert facilitation skills. And we bring out of them their experience with regards to actually their life experience and how they can really bring alive with examples, their information, basically. So from the expert module, we use the portal to do that and to teach them some of those facilitation skills. But again, they also meet with their support group or their mentor Mm. and have expert sessions. And then we go on to the tailored module. And if you can imagine, they've still got either their own idea of what they want to develop in a training course or the training course that they've delivered previously. When they get to tailored, we take them, again, using the blended learning approach, step-by-step through the process of developing a training course, which is phenomenal to watch people do that because it just, you can see them just light up as they're doing it. And the fact that they can go to the portal in their own time and go Mm. deeper on some of the subjects, the feedback from that has been fantastic because 
what people have found is that it's a very personalized process. If they've developed training courses before, they might only need the light touch on that module, but on the next module, they might need to go deeper. And that's what the portals allowed us to do. It's allowed us to enable that real flexible, personalized learning. I think you'd said that actually we're the first organization to develop a training course with you that had that multi-layered approach where there's standard elements which are core for everybody and it's a core part of the process. But then actually we've got hundreds of additional extras for people to be able to go deeper into elements of different modules, specifically depending on their current level of understanding and learning. After we've done the tailored module, we've got the engaging and interactive one, which is a brilliant module that talks all about those learning styles and helps people recognize exactly what you just said about the fact that you shouldn't stand up and teach. It is very much, and I would like to uh, throw a completely different term at you, Simon, but I would say it's not even about imparting because for me, imparting again is giving to somebody. Mm. It's actually about facilitating their learning. So you kind of meet them where they're at and then give them enough information that connects with things that they're interested in or connects with a story they already know or connects with an emotion or is engaging in a way that meets their learning styles that then brings alive that subject. Because realistically, people can, from e-learning, so e-learning and what you're developing and what we've developed with you, I would say are very, very different. E-learning, in my opinion, is generally quite static and there's little engagement. Whereas with the blended learning, particularly with the addition of the live sessions, it's still very much interactive. But the evidence behind e-learning shows that people can engage in e-learning and watch the information, be taught it, have exactly as you've said, you know, information read out to them and not have to interact in it. And they can take away and retain as little as 8% of that information. 8%, you know, it might as well have not turned up. (laughs) Whereas if you add that interactivity into it, and if you meet different learning styles in a variety of different ways, then you can help people retain up to 80%. And that's what we want. That's what you want. That's what we want. And that's certainly what the person that's given up hours or days of their life that they're never going to get back. <laughs> do you know, let, let's, do you know, <laughs> There's no reverse time, clock, right? There really isn't. <laughs> you know, time is our biggest resource, but yeah. also money as well. Do you know, not much comes for free these days. So if somebody's engaging, if somebody's signed up for our train the trainer program, bearing in mind they have to go for an application process and such like, we want at the end them to be absolutely brimming and overflowing with information that they can do something with. If not, they've already done something with it as they've created the course, as they've gone through. And I think that's what your portal allowed us to do, bring it alive in that way. And I know there were a couple of times where we were kind of laughing at each other when I was saying things like, And we must have all of the transcripts of the videos. And you're like, what? Why? And I'm like, well, if we're looking at learning styles and some people might want, and you're like, yeah, okay. Do you know? So it is about considering how people learn and then bringing that alive in an online way as well. Yeah. I mean, my, I mean, I often get asked about, you know, how long have I been doing instructional design? And I would actually go back to my days as a graphic designer producing lots of magazines. And what I loved about the publishing industry. And also was challenged by is that no two people read a magazine in the same way, right? They don't start the front cover and, and read every page to the back cover. They jump around and everybody run, jumps around in a different order. I've got a fly here. 
I must just tell you the audience, just before we started, and we were kind of rehearsing, and a fly literally jumped into my mouth as we were recording, so we had to stop and start again. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen this time round. <laughs> That's why I was laughing. I was thinking, has his brother come back for a little bit of yeah, revenge? Yeah, I think so. He's come back to get revenge. <laughs> just tell um, our audience where you are as well, because we don't yes. have flies yet in the UK. No, so we're in North Thailand right now. So very lucky as we record this. I think UK is pretty much in lockdown. We're very lucky we're not. So um, Stop showing off. Yeah, indeed. So <laughs> I won't talk too much about that. People will be annoyed at me. But uh, one of the things, but, I'm not sure we yeah. got to, but one of the things I really loved about what you did with your course in particular was this. There was a core content in addition to the live stuff. But on top of that, there was all this extra information. So as you said, if this was a topic that was particularly of interest to them or they felt they needed to increase their knowledge in that area, you gave them sometimes loads of extra, you know, links and information. And I was expecting, you know, two or three little links. And we were getting like 20, 30 links for every sort of chapter. And it's like, wow, just huge amount of resources there. And yes, no two students are going to come through and take exactly the same path, but you've allowed for that. Yes, there's some bits which you decided were required, but it's kind of been a bit real world. Sometimes I think people can make the mistake that everyone's going to behave exactly the same way and need exactly the same information, exactly the same order. That's not really realistic. And to actually embrace that and work with it is actually the smarter approach, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say that that's come very much from the fact that we have developed hundreds of training courses ourselves. And what we do, as I said, in the train the trainer courses, we help each individual delegate develop their own course. And so our methodology literally is about how to develop and deliver effective training courses. So that's why the bar was so high for us in developing this course, because we had to meet our own standards as well. Mm. And you're exactly right. People don't quite recognize the difference it can make if you deliver a quality learning experience, because it can be the difference between retaining 8% and retaining 80% of that information. But also for us, we cut our teeth on delivering training courses to frontline professionals. So we're talking about police officers, social workers, charity workers, etc. That's what Tay Training, the company that the methodology was derived from, that's what we do. And actually, if you're delivering a training course that is to a group of key working people who have the power to really help vulnerable people and those with complex needs, you want them to take away at least 80% of that information because the very next day you want them to be able to deliver their services differently or safer or use a new skill or technique that is going to help that vulnerable person or help them to stay safe. And in a way, I think we learned very early on it's just not good enough to deliver substandard training. People don't get their time back. They don't get their money back. And unfortunately, training still is undervalued in most places. So the box will have been ticked, irrelevant of whether it's good or bad training. And then they won't necessarily get to go on it again. So we come very much, our strap line actually is that we believe that training has the power to change lives. And we believe that all the way through. So in our training community, where we support people to develop training courses, we very much value every single facilitator from the perspective of if the facilitator absolutely loves what they're doing, they've got all of the tools that they need to do it effectively. And they've chosen the subject and they've been supported to develop a fantastic course. If they love what they're doing, if they feel valued, they're going to deliver a brilliant course then they're going to model the values for the delegate. They're going to value that delegate's time. 
they're going to value the fact that they want to learn these techniques, retain that information, etc. And the delegate's going to feel valued. And then the, the last part of that is, depending on what the training course is, the delegate is going to then either change their practices or value the end user of whatever they've learned and when they're sharing it as well. So for us, it is about that values-led approach all the way through that we truly we think it's a privilege to deliver training. As I've said a few times, you don't get that time back. You don't get that money back. You know, We think it's a privilege to be in a position where we can facilitate somebody's learning, impart some of our wisdom. You know, That's what the expert element is of the methodology. It's about actually really pulling out from an individual facilitator or somebody who's developing training, actually, what is your experience? What is your wisdom? What are you trying to share and why? And then how do we help you to have those expert facilitation or expert delivery skills? And that crosses over very much into the delivery. If the delivery mechanism is online training, then actually that has to be expert too. That has to be engaging. That has to be interactive. Otherwise, you just can't deliver quality training, in my opinion, that meets all of those standards if you don't consider that every person who comes along and undertakes that training course is different. Every person is different. You know, mm. me and you could do the same course tomorrow and mm. we would take completely different things away from it because it will connect to where we're at, what we're interested in our frame of reference and you might want to go really deep into some of the theoretical knowledge I don't know in the learning styles module of our training course for instance and I might have done that to death when I was at university studying so I might just want to have a bit of a recap with that both of those are okay as long as you've then got some type of quality assurance and assessment at the end so I think I was really really thrilled and really surprised to learn that actually your platform does that and that you could help us to achieve that. I'd like to take a brief interval from talking to our wonderful guest today to tell you a little bit about Training for Influence. We're on a mission to help frontline services easily access quality values-led training. That's why we developed our Train the Trainer program based on the book, Transform Your Training. We run four intakes a year and each applicant is selected based on their current experience level and values. Just like our methodology, we've designed the learning to be personalised, interactive, inspirational and suitable for both new and experienced trainers to help them develop and deliver sessions either face-to-face -face or live online. If you're interested in applying for our 12-week blended learning qualification, then please do get in touch. All of our contact details can be found in the show notes. Yeah, I mean, the, the platform we use, I mean, I'll be open with a platform called Moodle. So we use a piece of technology, it's Moodle, it's off the shelf. And it's a little bit, I always describe it as this sort of learning equivalent of the WordPress. So WordPress, a lot of people are familiar with that. It's a fairly basic, you know, web creation tool. But then you can add plugins to that tool to give yourself almost any functionality you need. And that's the approach we took with yourself. We've done a Moodle course and we've plugged in various extra sort of capabilities to shape it the way that was right for your course. And the, there's almost no limit. And actually that's 
part of the challenge too is also you know, <laughs> trying to decide which technologies to use and which interactions to use. And that takes a little bit of time to work what are the right bits. But once we did that, you know, things all started to slot into place. And one thing I also wanted to say is that, you know, obviously I'd like to think that I can sort of give some information and guide people certainly to a degree, but your course is in a different stratosphere, you know? So anyone that goes through your course is going to learn about how to deliver training at just a really high level. I mean, I think we've all probably experienced pretty poor quality training at some point in our lives, maybe through school or companies. And the reality is that the technologies out there have moved dramatically since my school days, for example. And probably even yourself probably don't realize what is even possible now. I think because when you're creating an internal training, sometimes we do that for big companies. We also work with big companies like Heineken. We just finished a big project with them. And for that, it was an internal document. And yes, they did spend, in fairness to them, some good time and money on that. But a lot of people, because it's a cost for them, they kind of shortcut that a little bit because they see it as a cost center. People actually producing a commercial product like yourselves see the importance of it. And that's when they spend time, money, a bit of energy producing a really good quality product. And it's very, very possible now in a way that wasn't just a few years ago. So I think some that comes through your course, they're probably going to end up with a training course. It's probably going to be in the top like 5% of courses out there. Really. That's our that's, aim, Simon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and really hard not to, unless they totally just ignore your, your words of wisdom. There's those huge insights there. I learned stuff from effectively doing your course myself. So I know that anybody in my network if they are considering doing a training course, maybe it's their first one, or maybe you know, they've done a several, there's no way they wouldn't get additional benefit and ultimately produce a better course if they took your training, for sure. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate the kind word. We've worked so hard to learn from all of our experience in developing training courses to put it into a methodology that other people can pick up and then develop their own training courses so that they are of that high standard. And that was the whole reason for writing the book, because of course we want people to come on our full trainer trainer course. Of course we do. And that's our high ticket qualification, so to speak. When people come through that 12 week, it is an intensive process, but what they get out of it personally it's huge growth and a course at the end, which, as you've just said there, it is a really high quality, big impact course. You know, all training courses are not of the same standard by any stretch of the imagination. No. And we help people develop the very, very best training courses. And that's why to come on our 12-week program, it is an application process because we want people to really understand that actually we're going to invest so much time into them in this personalized learning journey. So what they've got at the end is something that is exactly what they want it to be and really helps them to achieve what they want it to achieve. And we are on a bit of a mission, really, to increase people's perception and value of training. You know, we want people to really recognize the ability that training has. So the train, the trainer course, it is very much about supporting people through that process so that they have at the end of it not only their own qualification, but a training course then that is of such high standard. And that's kind of, I guess that's our aim as we go through. We do also have a version of the train, the trainer program that is a certified version. So people can actually now purchase individual modules, which is really exciting for us because people have been coming to us for ages saying, 
I don't want to come on to the the full train the trainer qualification because I've been delivering training for 25 years. I've got all of these train the trainer qualifications, but actually I want to understand more about or I want to be recognized as using the training for influence methodology. And that's where we've been able to say, fantastic, buy the book, read the book. That will give you enough to start adapting something that you've already got. And then if you want to then have that lower level kind of interactive experience, introduction to the information, but not that full community experience, then you can purchase the individual modules. And you've allowed us to, your platform, the work that you've done has allowed us to be able to offer that opportunity because my desire long term is that as many people as possible are delivering quality values-led training courses. And actually, to be able to do that, we need to also recognise that individuals are at different places within their delivering and developing training journey. Some of them need lots of support and absolutely want to go through that whole process in that way. Some of the people that come on our Train the Trainer course have absolutely been delivering for 20 odd years and they still come on it because they want a framework, they want a methodology, they've never had that and they want a community and they want some of their usual ways of delivering and developing really kind of challenged in in a variety of ways. So we do, for our Train the Trainer course, we match the cohort but equally we need to also, if we want to get our message out there, recognize that there's people that will only ever read the book or people that will only ever do some of the modules on the portal that's okay too that's Mm. still having that impact that's still sharing that message and embracing Moodle embracing and kind of running with you when you were saying well hang on why don't you do the mandatory elements in video and then have the interactive elements overlaid and then have the extras so that people can pick and choose them and things like that by kind of leaning into some of your experience with that online portal perspective really helped us to develop what we think really can meet so many different people's needs. That's what we're aiming for, isn't it? All of us. Yeah. Uh, We were just talking, I think, before we started here about in the near future, you're going to be developing more of an accreditation element. I think that's a really interesting area. Is that something, perhaps you can just talk a little bit about that as well? Because I think that's totally in line with all the things you've been talking about and a really powerful element. Yeah, so it's for us, it's really exciting. It's not going to be a short process. It's going to take a little while because there's many hoops to jump through, as I'm sure you can imagine, but I'm glad about that. So at the moment, we already have our courses CPD accredited. And so we have that external accreditation. And then when people come through the Train the Trainer course, they receive to use the Training for Influence accreditation on all of their courses. And they can then also say on their website and such like. So they get a whole host of kind of different resources to be able to do that. And they stay part of our community. And we've got that additional ongoing CPD and such like. But what we're about to do is go one step further and we're going through the process of becoming a qualification centre ourselves. And that means that we will be an awarding body. So training for influence, the train the trainer course will be a qualification in itself. So at British standards, so if you think of GCSEs, A-levels, off-qual, college courses, those type of things, it will be a qualification of those types. But equally, alongside signing up for the full train, the trainer course and receiving your qualification at the end of it, you will also, as you're developing your course, going through our course, at the end of it, you will also have a qualification to take with you. And that is huge, huge added value, because as we said, not all training courses are of the same standard. 
would you put into the same category an NVQ, for instance, with an online learn how to use your Facebook group effectively training course on Thinkrific? You wouldn't at all. They're, they're both seen as training courses, but actually they're completely different. Yeah, um, worlds apart, right? Yeah, worlds and worlds mm-hmm. apart. So yeah, so that's where we're we're heading really, so that we can then offer people the full qualification, but as added value by the end of going through our process, their course will be a qualification too. So we're quite excited about that. But to become an awarding body, yeah, takes a bit of time, rightly so, because Mm. there's many hoops to jump through. (laughs) Yeah, and I know you're not there yet, but I'm sure you will do. But even the fact that you're on that journey, I think says a lot about who you are as a company and what you strive for. I just think it's a really good example about yeah, how you go about doing things and you have this huge high regard for training and, and doing everything you can to support that and to guide people on that journey. Yeah, because training has the ability to change lives. Indeed. It's a good catchphrase. <laughs> good line. I wish I'd had that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can share it, Simon. We can share okay. it. <laughs> and I do I look forward to uh, referring other people to you because I just think that our working relationship, you know, we've both learned as we've gone through. And as you said, you effectively do develop training courses, but actually you've learned about the detail and how to develop an effective training course, not from the technological side, because you had that already in the bag, but actually from the training delivery side and vice versa for me. I really didn't realize that an online platform could do what you've helped us to do for our course. Yeah. And I know that it'll be evolving over time, right? It's never going to be a totally static thing. People sometimes think it is, but the reality is that it can evolve over time. I'm sure in the months ahead, there might be additional interactions or some additional content that we will put in there at some point. I know you've already got some ideas on that. So, you know, looking forward to working with you and doing that. You work us hard, Tammy, you know that. (laughs) We expect the very best, definitely, but hopefully you do too. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Fantastic. So Simon, can you tell our listeners where they can find out about you and if they're interested in developing an online course where they can get your details? Yeah, absolutely. So my website's called expert-velocity.com, expert-velocity.com. And I guess, of course, what we're producing here is, you know, a video. We talked, I think, at the start about information, just giving information. It can only go so far. So I'm going to give people a little bit of a challenge. You know, if this is something that's of interest to people, and if they're still listening or still watching, then chances are there is some value here. Then I put together a little PDF. Excuse the language. It's called Crappy Courses. Nine mistakes that people make, usually with their first training course. And you know, I think it's really important people learn those nine mistakes so they don't make them. So you can just go to expert-velocity.com forward slash crappy courses and just whack in your email there. You can download that. It's just a couple of paragraphs on each of the points. So it's really easy to kind of understand that. And I think that's a great sort of starting point for people if they are considering going ahead with a training course that perhaps will guide them in the right direction, I think. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to go across to your website and download that myself because I want to have a look to see whether we've, without reading it, whether we've managed to tick each of them off. And if we haven't, I'm going to be a little bit sad, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you'll do very well. You have to tell me your score. Yeah, I will do. (laughs) And I would absolutely say that if you're looking at doing an online course and you're looking for a provider to help you develop that and you've got the information, then go along to Simon because what he does is make it easy and obvious and take you through that kind of step-by-step process. And that's certainly what I needed because I had all of the content, 
all of the ideas in the world and I really didn't know how to actually apply them to an online portal. So thank you again, Simon. My absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast today. We really hope you found it enjoyable and useful. Please do click subscribe and then you'll be the first to know when we publish the next episode. And we'd love it if you could share this podcast with a friend or a colleague who might find the tips useful or resonate with the stories. If you'd like to find out any more about us or our wonderful guests, all the information can be found in the show notes. We really hope you have a wonderful day. And please remember, be kind to yourself. It makes all the difference.